We're back. Welcome to Community News. My name is Paul. My name is Summertime Sasha. Hello there, Summertime Sasha. How are you today? I am so happy to see you, Paul. It's been months and months and months and months since we've seen each other. I've never gone this long without my Paul, at least on Skype. It's crazy. You've been so deep undercover, not even I know where you've been. I Uh, called your husband surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, he had no idea where you were. I told your kids, they had no idea where you were. You were so deep undercover, it was like you vanished and disappeared. It was unbelievable. At least one kid always knew where I was, but I did switch off having one and the other alone this summer. So if you called the other one, they would have known. But yes, I did do some heavy undercover this summer for our show. Uh, One son and I traveled all the way to Alaska to infiltrate the furry community in Alaska. Oh, my God. So that's it. That's where you were. You were in Alaska with furries. I was in Alaska with furries. I have some pictures of that. Maybe we should put it on the community's website. But I'm, we met sort of like the king of the furries of Alaska, this fellow in Juneau, who uh, he's, he's a furry in all the ways. He told us he's a furry publicly where he just stands on the streets of Juneau and takes pictures of people. He told us by noon he makes many thousands of dollars just taking pictures with tourists. But he also told us he learned how to make his own furry costumes because the really good ones cost like $10,000, which I had no idea. So he learned how to make his own and he makes it really realistic with these crazy eyes that he had to wear sunglasses because he said the eyes scared children. So <laughs> that is amazing. Now, was he familiar with the whole furry convention at the Hi-Ho or has he been to this part of the country or is he just take his talents to Juneau, Alaska. He's originally from Colorado, but he's lived in Alaska almost 30 years. And I asked him if he knew about the big furry convention at the High Hill. He was not familiar with that. He was familiar with the one in Pittsburgh that happens every year, but he said he's also never gone to that. My impression from his facial expression, oh, he eventually took his mask off and talked to us, you know, undercover. And my impression was that he even thought the Pittsburgh one was very uh, commercial, like as if that's just for people trying it out, not for the deep into the lifestyle people, like from his facial expression. So he's never been to that either. But he is a full furry, a real furry. He also has an Instagram page. I forget the name of it, but my son knows the name. I can ask him. He has an Instagram page with millions of followers of him in his one He has 12 costumes, but the one that we met him in is his, like, number one. I think it's a wolf or maybe a white husky with these crazy brown, like, very realistic eyes. And he said that Instagram page has millions of followers. Wow. So you were deeply embedded with the furries. It's unbelievable you survived. Now, um, have they made you an honorary furry or anything like that? Did you come back with a costume or will you be making your own at this point? Well, if you want to really know this much about it, and I don't know if our listeners find it as interesting, however, I was asking him about the parties. I said, are the people like all weirdos or are they safe people? I said, because I'd be scared they'd be like a little bit crazy. I said how I heard about the ones that like want to walk someone on a leash. And I said, if I was to go to something like that, he goes, yeah, those dominants. And he called them something else. 
not dominance, but something else. Owners, they want to be owners, the ones who walk people on a leash. But he said 99% of the people are not scary or crazy. Like 99% are normal within whatever that means, you know, to a man who's talking to me in like a $10,000 hurry up. But um, so then I said, I'd be curious to go to one. And my son was with me and he was like, mom, what? But then we decided we would go to one as long as it was safe. So he let us borrow two costumes and we actually did go undercover to a real furry party. Oh, my God. And how was that? Did you meet the one percent who are weird or the ninety nine percent who are normal? I guess we met the ninety nine percent that are normal. But it was interesting. I mean, people were talking partly in human English and partly in like barks and howls and meows. So it was a little um, a little bit to get used to, you know, like everyone was bilingual (laughs) (laughs) animal speak. And it was like you never knew when they were going to switch from one to the next. But once we got used to that, it was interesting. You know, I liked the anonymity. It was fun to just go around as this character. But. You know, I now, mean, that was just a party. I feel like it's not a fair sample of everything, right? That was just a Juneau, Alaska furry party. Right. Now, let me ask you a question. Did you, Speaking of being bilingual, did you speak, learn any furry language in cat and dog speak? So I assume that's the other languages that were spoken there. Like hello and goodbye. Do you know anything like that that we can pass on to our listeners? I'd like to make this an educational show. I do, too. It wasn't that specific I wouldn't know if what they were saying was hello or goodbye. It was just a lot of meowing, barking, howling, and shrieking. Now, to them, though, each one might have a different timber or tone, but to me, it was just you know a lot of animal noise. Basically. The best part about that is that this is the ninety-nine percent who are normal in this community. These are the normal ones, right? Yes. Amazing. Yes. So that was it, um, Sasha on investigative undercover work in Juneau, Alaska, investigating the furries. We've wanted to know about them for four years, and you actually did it. Yes, the I-team infiltrated, and I also brought along my junior investigative journalist, my son, who, you know, he has no vested interest in this, but he did find it amusing as well. And I will say that, um, you know, I'm acting blasé about it right now because I think I'm just tired. But the truth is, when I was there, I really couldn't believe it. Like, I kept telling the main guy, I've never met a real-life furry, but we've been discussing them for four years. Like, you know, I've, I've seen mascots at a football game. But that I've never met a real furry who's in the lifestyle. So then to suddenly be surrounded by a hundred of them at a party was really something. Oh, it must be. So will you now be parading around Main Street in your furry costume? Uh, <laughs> is that what we can expect from now on? Well, I don't have one of these fancy $10,000 elaborate costumes. My son joked, though, that he would like to learn how to sew because he would like to, like, make one. And, uh, you know, he, he I think he likes the anonymity of it, too. Like, that nobody knows who you are under there. You could be whoever you want to be. I got to tell you, it got hot, though. The fur was, like, this long. It was, like, a foot-long fur on this costume. I was sweating. It was hot. That is a- perfect. Speaking, that is it. Thank you so much for the undercover investigative work. And speaking of hot, thanks for the segue. It has been hot here in uh, Townport. Everybody's been using the pool this summer. Uh, 
The pool thanks you all for coming over. Uh, the budget is swelling now from everybody using it. Uh, also down at the beach, there's a new cafe. I don't know if you've been. Oh, no, you've been out of town. So there's a new beach cafe in town called, surprisingly, the Beach Cafe. Yes, I've been reading about it. Well, it's great because that's like the fourth one there in the past three years because they keep changing it over. Um, and each one comes with such hope and promise. And I love reading the new owners each time talk about how great it is because within nine months that owner's out and a new one takes over. And I always wonder what happened to the last owner, the one that moved here for opening this and everything. But I do have to go back to where you talked about it's so hot. It's so hot, Paul, that I have an eczema rash on my neck like I haven't had since I was a little girl. Like I I have a breakout of eczema on my neck because it's so freaking hot. I, I don't even know how to respond to that one. Town porters, there you go. So if you see a furry scratching its neck and meowing or purring, you'll know who it is on the streets these days. I didn't even remember that they were purring, too. Thank you. But, no, I just can't believe I have this. I actually wanted to go on, um, you know, the the, the local site, the the town port back porch, and ask people. I always love when I go on these, uh, like, moms of town port, all these sites where people put pictures of, like, their kids' rash, their kids', like, gross, you know, injury, and they're like, Moms, what is this? So I was thinking of putting one of my neck and just being like, does anybody know the eczema cream? Because I don't want to have to go to a doctor. I don't want to waste my time. I just want someone to tell me what cream to put on it. So I was thinking of taking a picture and putting it on there. Okay, so basically now you get your health advice from Yentas who are on Facebook all day long, looking at other people's thing, who go so to I, basically WebMD and parrot exactly what it said. I haven't done that yet. I haven't gotten my medical advice there. I've actually, quite frankly, I must admit, not nice of me, but I've quite frankly laughed at the women who do that and thought, go to the doctor every time I want to write. When they go, what's this on my kid? I want to write, take him to the doctor. Go to the doctor. But Something about the heat, I guess, is making me so lazy. I don't want to have to call, make an appointment, go sit. I just want someone to tell me what stupid cream I need to put on my neck because it really hurts. So, yes, I'm becoming. I haven't yet been, but I am now understanding the power of the Facebook Yenta Mom Group doctor advice. And I'm like, you know, I used to laugh. I'd be like, why do these women try to get their medical advice from other women without a medical degree? on Facebook. And yet here I am itching my neck, so uncomfortable. And I I just don't, I know what's going to happen. If I call the doctor, they're going to tell me they have an appointment in six days and I'm going to still be waiting in pain. So now I understand why these yentas do put it on there. And I'm ready to be. There you go. If anybody uh, sees a picture of Sasha's neck and knows what's going on, please let her know. Uh, Do not let me know. I do not like blood or rashes or skin lesions or anything to do with stuff like that. Yeah, Paul doesn't like that. Just tell me the name of the prescription I need to get so I can have somebody I know who's a doctor call it in for me. That's it. (laughs) Finally, want to let everybody know, Concerts by the Water this weekend. A bunch of bands are coming out. Sit down by the beach at the Bandshell. Uh, go to the new Beach Cafe for some chicken fingers, which are left over from the last regime, which are left over from the regime before that. Um, a bunch of yeah. shows this weekend and have some fun. May I just add that I went away for a few weeks. I come back and all of a sudden now the pavilion that has the music live that since I'm 15 years old, you could just stumble into 
and listen to live music every single night for free. That's one of the best parts of Townport. Now I come to find you need a ticket. And it's not even a ticket where you buy money. You just need to, you know, register and get a ticket for them to have a head count. I don't know if it's a COVID thing or what. But I'm like, really? Like, I can't just casually be downtown and hear the music and saunter over like I used to do? No. Now I've got to do a ticketing situation. I've got to do more tech that I'm not good at. I've got to get on the phone and figure out how to register for a stupid ticket to walk in, even just to see if I like it for five minutes and then walk out. So thanks, Townport. I'm really enjoying the new uh, music registration process for the pavilion. So for all of you music fans out there, make sure to register and get yourself a ticket. Otherwise, you'll find yourself in the Sasha situation of being on the outside looking in. Exactly. I don't want to be that. That's the story of my life. But a free ticket always bugs me. Does it bug you, Paul? Like, it's either a ticket for money or it's not. Like, what's with the free ticketing? It's a numbers thing. It, you know what I like it about? It makes people complain about it. So anything that makes people complain is okay in my book. Oh, we, well, our next show, I've got a list of summer complaints. We could maybe do the whole show about that. Perfect. So that Perfect. about wraps it up. Our furry is back in town. It's so great okay. to see you. And um, that about wraps up this community news. Don't forget, get your tickets for the concerts this weekend. Try out the new Beach Cafe and their Chicken Fingers special. And that wraps up community news. And as always, my name is Paul. As always, if you want to see a picture of me with the best, the most famous furry in Alaska, uh, we'll post it on the site. And as always, my name is Summertime Sasha. Summertime Sasha, I will see you again next week. You will see me next Tuesday. (laughs) I will see you next Tuesday. We love you, community. Take care. Bye. Bye.